Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Debunked. This is a space where we unbottle our thoughts and deal with false truths. My name is Bonita and it's always a pleasure to have you guys here on this podcast. In our last episode, we discussed a couple of things and I know I was talking a lot and I was writing a lot, but today we are continuing that topic, but in a different way, right? We're going to be taking a different turn. Today, I am basically going to be sharing my experiences, the lessons I have learned from both my own business and from, you know, watching other people grow their businesses, right? So it's not just based off of my experience. Like I said, you don't need to, everything doesn't need to be learned from your own experience. That is the thing they say, experience is the best teacher, please. You can learn from other people's experiences. You don't need to fall into a pit before you know that you learn. Mm -hmm. So yeah, number one, you need a customer to start a business. You need capital to grow your business. So currently I work at a startup, right? And, you know, I watched them build that business from scratch. I saw the things they did and I saw the things they didn't do. So basically... You build a network of people before that business starts, right? There are people that you've been meeting, that you've been talking to, and you know, okay, these people can be people that I would need for an expansion of my business when I do start. And then when you're ready to start the business, reach out to them via email or whatever. I'm starting this. These are my services. You just need one person who can be willing to test out your services and please let the services be top-notch right let whatever you're offering be of the best quality or a very good high standard quality you need people who will be willing to try out your service your product and people who will be willing to testify you have to be ready to like meet a lot of people speak to a lot of people not many of them will be willing to speak to you obviously if you know what cold calling is like it is hectic right you can reach out to like 10,000 people and then you receive only like uh 50 messages back do you get but in whatever case you have to be prepared number two lesson i learned is there's something that vusi said that if you need money to start a business right then you're not an entrepreneur (laughs) i know that thing will hit many of us in the chest like it's gonna be like ah so because my daddy started my business for me with his sources that means that i'm not you need to have your capital ready you get even if you need money you need money to scale up you shouldn't be looking for money to start up number three lesson that i will share is your value proposition must be clear always give people an understanding that you're not just selling a product right you're selling value there should be a clear statement of why your product is good for your customers what it is offering because that is what really pushes people to feel like okay let's try out let's try out your products Mm -hmm. number four (laughs) guys everybody wants to make profit i know majority of us we start businesses with the intention to make money very important honestly guys money is very important but there are only certain reasons that people will patronize you whether you like it or not They will either patronize you because your products are cheaper or the quality of your products are high standard or your services are like top-notch. And the third reason is how 
quick your services are. So you have to have that at the back of your mind. Darlings, business, entrepreneurship is not an instant money scheme. Be ready. You might not get paid in the first couple of years. There are certain hierarchy when it comes to like how the money is distributed, like whatever profits or whatever money you're making, right? Basically, right, every of the profit you're making should go back into that business. Honestly speaking, in the first few years, guys, I saw the story on Twitter where it was like that the woman paid herself, uh, I think it was, was it 600k dollars? You know, she had received funding for the business and out of that funding she received, she was paying herself 600k dollars every month i mean every month right and the business crashed after a year guys crazy stuff you will do other things right and pay other people right and if there is any leeway for you to get paid you get paid that's like the hard reality of it yes in the first couple of years you're looking to grow you're looking to scale up if you're starting a business because you're looking for a way to make money for yourself or your pockets in the first, like you're looking for an extra source of income in the first couple of weeks, months, you are wrong. Entrepreneurship is not for you. Yes. So yeah, the next thing I learned is that you shouldn't be so quick to cancel a business when it doesn't pick up immediately. Eh, I beg, I say, I don't like stress. I don't like, th- if you don't like stress, please don't be an entrepreneur yes don't don't try it please don't i'm tired i can't keep waiting the business is not picking up you have to be patient but there should be a clear line between being patient and wasting your time when you are into a business and it's not working out and you know you're you're just getting frustrated and everything you have to take a step back and review what you are doing know when you need to change a business model take a move from it do you get it's either the business model is wrong the strategy is wrong something is wrong right and be ready to switch things up like anytime any day yes take these hard decisions many people don't know how to take difficult decisions which is why ugh, i don't understand also it's good to diversify but don't be too quick do you get i know there's some people that okay let's say they started this business let's say they produce hair care products right and then they're like okay i want to add a new product to my list and then they don't even take their time to run market surveys to run tests on the products no they just go and dive head deep into no please before you start any business run product tests right run market surveys don't be too quick even if you want to diversify even if you want to add something new even if you want to spice it up and all of that take your time don't be in a hurry take your time test those products before the next thing now very dark man will come and carry you and say you are selling Anyways, this is not just for only product-based businesses, even for services-based businesses, everything, you know. So yeah, the next thing I would share that I say I learned is, guys, you are not your brand. Yes, you're not your brand. You're an employee of the brand. Take yourself as one. And some people be like, I'm the CEO. That's why I said last episode that a lot of people are quick to just jump in and say, oh, I'm the CEO. This, this. It's not bad, though. Yes, you're the CEO. Fine. But being the CEO is a job role. It doesn't make you the be all and say all. I mean, how do they used to say it? 
it doesn't make you the one who has the total authority over everything. That is why I always consider building structure as something that is important. I said it like, don't do everything yourself. Lay up structure. Have a team. Yes, in the beginning, it might not be so, you know, easy to like have a team because obviously people need to get paid. Yeah, but <laughs> as you grow, right, be ready to build up with people. Even if you started as a one-man business, right, as you're growing, please get a team. It's so bad when someone feels like, okay, I have all the authority, even when they have 18. In that case, you don't listen to people. Be ready to listen to people, even if not everything is what you accept, right? One of those things they might be saying might be so good for you and so reasonable for you that you can't do without it. When I was saying you should build structure, there's a reason I said that. Because if anything happens to you, your business is going to crash. If you die, your dreams die with you. Also, huh? Some people just start business like this and, you know, money starts coming in and the next thing, they are spending lavishly. They are doing this. They are doing Odogu Bola. How did Bobriski even say it, Seth? Ballers, everybody. Ballers. Hey. So, you just see that, ah, I've started this business. This business has kicked off. I'm a baller now. Please, your spending habits, it matters. Don't go and spend your, your business. <laughs> Don't go and spend your business money, please. I'm dragging my ears. I'm saying this thing. Pickle, don't go and spend your... Hmm. It will just crash. And there's nothing you can do about it. Don't eat the chicken that lays the golden eggs. You cannot manage anything. You will be so quick. Any new thing that comes up, you've rushed and gone to buy it. You're going out every day. You're entering Uber. Can't you use boss? I'm sorry, yo. It will be very offensive to some people with this thing I'm saying. But there are times when you need to get down from that high horse. Yes. And... Focus on the things that are really important. And the money you're spending is not like as if it's from another source. It's from that business, that same business that you're trying to grow. You're using the, all the money, all the profits, everything. You're spending your profits. How can you be spending your profits? How? How can you? Let me just pause. Also, another thing that's very important. I learned this thing at a very young age. I think I was like really, really young, maybe 10, 12, right? I have an aunt that has a shop. But like one thing she does is this, and that's very important. As a business owner, Whatever you pick up from your shop, from your store, be it in terms of services, safe, pay for it, please. Yes, eh, I said what I said. You take everything for free. You even be giving your family members all your goods. Oh, welcome to my shop. Take this one. Ah, oh, don't worry, don't worry, don't pay. Oh, don't worry. Eh, he has a business now. Just go there. He will do it for you for free. Mm, he, he has a photocopy shop now. Just go and ask him to print out this entire textbook of 5,000 pages for you. Don't worry, he won't collect money. Don't worry, he'll collect half the price. Don't worry, he'll do... Until your business will collapse, you will rest. When your business will fall under the ground, you will rest. One more important thing I learned is this. When you're growing your teams, or your team, rather, you have to build people who can build the business. Put in that idea in them. Let them carry the flame like you do. Do you know that the people that work with you, I don't want to say work for you. He doesn't work for you. He works for the brand, right? And he works with you as an employee because you are also an employee of the brand. They are there to either build your business or break down your business. And it depends on how you decide to handle them. There are some times when you need to like be strict 
and there are sometimes when you need to show them that they are loved because there's a way you begin to treat the people that work with you and you know it begins to build resentment in their hearts against you that doesn't mean you should always be soft with them no that doesn't also mean you should always be hard with them no don't make them resent you mm. even if you are paying them salary they can break down that business they can do anything to end you yes there are people that go that far so one more thing i learned is this do not let your failures to define you we have all failed uh, we have all failed if i tell you the story <laughs> my own story is funny ah my mom still uses that business to taunt me till today but i don't let it bother me mm. it won't bother me anymore yes because i have picked up what i feel is important from the experience and i have decided to grow with it do you understand for every failure, there is something you learned. It's a learning experience. It's a learning curve. Even in every bad situation, there must be something that you learned from it. And that lesson is what makes it good. I can start a business tomorrow and it will still thrive. Even if what I did before didn't thrive. Oh, so I think I'm gradually coming to the end. <laughs> yeah. One last thing I would say is this. If you are looking for investment in your business, even if it's a small business, right? You have to make them believe in what you are doing and make them understand that there's something they stand to gain. Do you know that what motivates people to do things is what they stand to gain from doing that thing? Be very, very clear on what the business brings to the table and what the business can offer them. If they see that there's a way they can gain from this thing you're doing, they'll take you more seriously. Not everybody is humanitarian or philanthropist or what. Not everybody's like that. You understand? So yeah, in summary, these are the things that I have learned from starting my own business and from other people's businesses. I hope you learned a thing or two from everything I've shared. And if you still need clarity on anything that I said here, of course, we have an Instagram account. The link is always linked into our episode description, right? You could see the link there. Click on the link, message us on Instagram and drop whatever questions you have that you need answers to. If you have comments for us, of course, you can also find um, the link to our voice messages and feedback. It's always right there. Thank you guys for joining me in on this episode. And I wish you the best of the rest of the week. Uh-huh, and of the rest of the month. Bye.